Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. It is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to be paying particular attention to Spanish-influenced jazz. Now, I have to put a disclaimer on this. We're not talking about Afro-Cuban jazz. We're not talking about Latin jazz. We're not talking about salsa. We're actually talking about Spain, the country. You know, boleros. Um so to speak, um, flamenco influences, you know, real Spain Spanish influenced jazz. You know, I was, one of my favorite records is Miles Davis's Sketches of Spain in collaboration with Gil Evans, and that got me to thinking, man, I really love my Spanish heart too. Like, that's probably my favorite Chick Corea album of all time. And... I'm sitting there thinking, well, now who else actually has, like, Spanish-influenced jazz music? So, this got me thinking, and the list kind of started growing. And I wanted to share this same idea with you. So, stay tuned, get comfy, and let's get to some music. Thank you. 
That was the great James Booker from his album, The Resurrection of the Bayou Maharaja. And he was playing a piece called Gitanarias. And it had that nice uh, Spanish flavor, that Spanish tinge, if you will. Um, Yeah, and it's just so much emotion in the playing. Before that, we heard from Benny Moten and his orchestra from the Chronological Classics album, Benny Moten and his orchestra, 1929 to 1930. We heard Rumba Negro, or subtitled The Spanish Stomp. And that was from 1929. And so this kind of tells me that a lot of these influences were going on very, very early in jazz's history, recorded history. So, I mean, think about it this way. The very first jazz record was recorded by the original Dixieland Jazz Band in 1917. And this is a mere 12 years later. So, there you go. And it's Benny Moten, so the band's going to be swinging. And, of course, we started off the set with 
the one of the main tracks from the album that got this whole idea started for me. That was Miles Davis's Sketches of Spain in collaboration with Gil Evans and the Gil Evans Orchestra. And um, rather than bloviate and pontificate about things, I'm going to let Frances Taylor, Miles's wife, tell you about how this project came about. There was a... Um company uh, that came to the New York called Roberto Iglesias, the Spanish dance company and singing. And I said, you must go, you must hear, you must feel what I'm, what I'm trying to tell you. He, and he finally agreed to, to go. And when we left the theater, he bought every flamenco record he could think of. And the next day he called Gil Evans and that's how it came to pass. And that turned out to actually be one of many collaborations that Miles have with Gil Evans. Um, Miles worked on Gil Evans on Birth of the Cool in 1949. He also worked on Miles Ahead and Porgy and Bess, as well as Quiet Nights. So there you have it. Um, yeah, it is one of the most heartfelt and gorgeous statements in all of the jazz canon of recorded jazz history. So, um... Thank God he decided to go with Francis to go see to go see that dance company, you know. Uh, and we're all better off for it and musically richer. All right, we've got another set coming at you. Uh, I gave you a little bit of foreshadowing when I was talking about James Booker. There was somebody who said that if you're going to play authentic jazz, well, you have to have a little bit of the Spanish tinge to it. Well, the person who said that was also the same person who said that he invented jazz music. We're talking about none other than Ferdinand Jelly Roll Morton. And that's who's starting this next set with Spanish SWAT. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Thank you.
La Fiesta, written by Chick Corea, performed by Stan Getz on the tenor saxophone. Chick Corea was actually on the piano, Stanley Clark on the bass, and the great Tony Williams on drums. Recorded March 3rd, 1972, from the album Captain Marvel. Before that, we heard Spanish Fandango. Uh, which was a solo piano piece by the great Lucky Roberts. This was recorded uh, in March 18th, 1958. And it actually comes off the Good Time Jazz record label um, of Lucky and the Lion, Harlem Piano Solos by Lucky Roberts and Willie the Lion Smith. If you're looking for a great album of just um, Harlem kind of piano solos you know lucky roberts 
very under-recorded and wonderful, wonderful stuff. And Willie the Lion Smith's got some wonderful stuff, too. We started off that set with a little bit of the Spanish tinge that Jelly Roll Morton talked about with an original composition by Jelly Roll Morton, uh, Spanish SWAT. And as I, as I said, that is a solo piano piece that was recorded by Alan Lomax for the Library of Congress recordings featuring Jelly Roll Morton on solo piano and talking about a wide history of jazz from his perspective. So, yeah, that's uh, a really, really good solo piano piece. It's just, it's got all the the cool right ingredients to that, that, that tune, you know. Awesome tune. All right, so... We are spotlighting Spanish-influenced jazz on this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Really quick, want to let you know that you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher, and you can also visit our website. And that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z-Podcast.wordpress.com. Please Share and tell your friends and check out the website. We'd love to hear feedback or ideas for shows or answer any questions you may have. Regardless, thanks for listening and we got another set coming at you.
That was Mediterranean Sundance by Al DiMiola from his 1977 album Elegant Gypsy. We heard Mediterranean Sundance, and on this album, they don't really, at least on the CD that I have, it doesn't really say who's on which tracks, but um, I would imagine that it's Paco de Lucia uh, for the two guitars, Al and Paco de Lucia, but this is a great album, all the way around the board, no doubt. Uh, Barry Miles is on the album. Lenny White, Mingo Lewis, Anthony Jackson, Steve Gadd, and Jan Hammer. So that's a who's who for 70s fusion, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Killer. Killer stuff. But it's just nice to hear, you know, some guitar stuff going on. And uh, who better than Al Miola, right? So, um, before that, we heard Johnny Dunn. D-U-N-N, with corn, uh, from his album Cornet Blues, we heard Spanish Dreams, subtitled The Española Blues, and that was recorded September 21st, 19... I'm sorry, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1923. And it featured Johnny Dunn on the trumpet, Earl Grandstaff on the trombone, Herschel Brassfield on the alto sax, Rollin Smith on tenor sax, George Rickson on the piano, Sam Speed on the b- on the banjo, Harry Hur- Harry Hull on the brass bass, uh, Perry Bradford, and uh, was on vocals and probably the it says right here probably plays castanets. So, and that tune is actually written by Perry Bradford as well. That's early, early, early Spanish influence on jazz music. And then we open up the set with the lengthy but so awesome Olay from John Coltrane's 1961 album Olay Coltrane on Atlantic Jazz. This album features John Coltrane on soprano and tenor, Eric Dolphy on flute and alto sax, Freddie Hubbard on the trumpet, McCoy Tyner on the piano, Reggie Workman on the bass, as well as Art Davis on certain tracks, and Elvin Jones on the drums. Yes, 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 yes. Ay, ay, ay. May 25th, 1961. That's such a great, great tune. You just got to love it, you know? Man. So let's let's recap just a little bit on this spotlight on Spanish-influenced jazz. We're hitting upon Miles, Chick Corea, you know, at least writing the, the tune that we heard by Stan Getz, Benny Moten, Jelly Roll Morton, Lucky Roberts, John Coltrane, Al Miola. Not too bad so far, right? Right. Well, we've got more great music coming at you on this next set. Do not go anywhere. Do not press the pause button. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
our Spanish love song. A beautiful, beautiful melody written by the great composer and bassist Charlie Hayden. And that comes from his duo album with the great Pat Metheny, Beyond the Missouri Sky. That was a 1997 release, and it was recorded in New York in 1996. Um, Tons of great tracks on this CD, by the way. Um, Waltz for Ruth, First Song, The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, The Precious Jewel, Tears of Rain, Cinema Paradiso, Spiritual. Just, yeah, it's a fantastic um, example of interplay between two very, very simpatico musicians. Um, yeah, just I can't say enough about that album. Or the empathy that Charlie and Pat share. It's just, it's awesome. Um, before that, we heard Spanish Phrases for Strings and Bass by the great Stanley Clark. And this comes from his 1974 self-entitled album, Stanley Clark, in which he plays upright bass and electric bass. So we got to hear his upright work there. Um, I have one of these reprint albums, you know, and it's very, very small writing. But Stanley Clark on this album is playing electric bass, acoustic bass, acoustic piano, on some tunes, vocals, and fuzz phaser. Jan Hammer is on the Moog synthesizer, electric piano, organ, and acoustic piano. The great Tony Williams is on drums, and Bill Connors is on electric and acoustic guitar. So, there you have it. Um, Yeah. And that was actually uh, written by Stanley Clark, but it was orchestrated for the strings by none other than Michael Gibbs which Michael Gibbs is a fantastic musician um, had a lot of interaction with Gary Burton so yeah there you go and by the way this whole set was bass player love you know what I'm saying because we started off the whole set with the great Ron Carter and we heard El Noche Sol Uh, Written by Ron Carter, and it comes from his 1974, or I should say 75 release, Spanish Blue on CTI Records. It was recorded in November of 74, though. Um, Killer lineup. Of course, Ron Carter laying it down on the bass. Billy Cobham on the drums. Jay Berliner on the guitar. Ralph McDonald on percussion. Hubert Laws on the flute. And... The incomparable Sir Roland Hanna on piano. Man, this is one of the really, really, really good, from beginning to end, CTI releases. Um, Spanish Blue, Ron Carter. So, Ron Carter, Stanley Clark, Charlie Hayden. Boom. Man, it's awesome. Well, we are... About midway through, we are spotlighting Spanish-influenced music on jazz and the legends who play it. You can find us and all of our past podcasts on 
SoundCloud, iTunes Podcasts, and Stitcher. Website again is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z Podcast.wordpress.com. Tell your friends. Always looking for feedback. Love to hear from you. Let's get to some more music. Thank you for listening. Thank you. 
Hell yeah. That is Night Streets from the great Chick Corea and his album My Spanish Heart. <clears throat> Man, this one of my all-time favorite albums, one of my all-time favorite tracks. It just grooves. A uh, little backstory on this album, in case you don't know. It was recorded in October of 76, out west in California. And Chick Corea on this album is playing acoustic piano, mini Moog, Moog 15, Arp Odyssey, Yamaha organ, poly Moog, Fender piano, hand clapping, foot stomping, and he's part of the male choir. Wow. <laughs> and then keep this in mind. This is while Return to Forever is still going on on. And he's still writing for that band, too. So was Al Miola's album. They allowed each other to kind of go off and do solo records and stuff while still being a part of the band. It, it, it's cool on cool. And who wins out of this? The listeners. That's who. Okay. Steve Gadd, one of the greatest drummers of all time, despite genre. And in fact, he just came out with an album recently with chick again called the korea gad band and i think yeah it was chinese butterfly that was the uh the name of that i always get that mixed up with chinese algebra about guns and roses but they're nothing alike nothing alike (laughs) anyway steve gad on drums the great stanley clark on acoustic bass and um jean-luc ponty on the violin on this album don elias on percussion, Gail Moran, uh, Gail Moran Korea, Chick's wife, is on vocals and is part of the vocal choir as well. Then there is a string quartet called the Ariaga Quartet. Barry Socher, David Speltz, Connie Kupka, and Carol Mukugawa. Then you have John Thomas on lead trumpet, John Rosenberg on trumpet, Stuart Bloomberg on trumpet, Ron Moss on trombone, Narada Michael Walden, and Chick are all hand clapping. It's a who's who. It's really a great album. I cannot say enough about this album. It's just, man, just absolutely love it. Love, love, love it. Before that, we heard from Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. We heard El Toro, written by Wayne Shorter. And this comes off of their 1961 album, The Freedom Rider. And, of course, it's Art Blakey on the drums, Jimmy Merritt on the bass, the great Bobby Timmons on the piano, Wayne Shorter on the tenor saxophone, and Lee Morgan on the trumpet. It was recorded February 12th and February 18th. And, yeah, and... May 27th, 1961. Let's see. Yeah. So the track that we heard, El Toro, written by Wayne Shorter, was actually recorded May 27th, 1961. How cool is that? Man. Really forward thinkers. And some great Spanish influence on all this jazz. And then we started off that entire set. Man, this has been a mouthful. We started off that entire set with the great Mal Waldron, and a tune that he calls Spanish Bitch. And the thing about that, well, let me tell you first who all else is in the trio. Of course, Mal Waldron is at the piano. Isla Eckinger was on the bass, and Fred Braceful was on 
the drums. Now, the thing about this is that it's actually on the ECM label. Yes, that ECM. Manfred Eicher, ECM. Keith Jarrett, ECM. Pat Metheny, ECM. That same ECM. It was released in 1970. It was recorded September 18th, 1970, and only has four tracks. What's really interesting about this album is that, by the way, the album's called Spanish Bitch as well. We heard the title track, just so for clarification reasons. But it was released on the ECM label, but it was only the second recording by the entire record label. Isn't that crazy? It's the second release out of all the releases of ECM. It's only their second release. And to add further intrigue to that, it was only released in Japan. That's right. So here's ECM's second release by Manfred Eicher. It's Mal Waldron and his trio. But it was only released in Japan. So you're really listening to something very special. Just so you know. And, of course, it's Spanish-influenced. You can hear it in the little piano, you know, melody parts. So there you have it. We spare no expense for your education and enjoyment at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. All right. We have one, two. We got two more sets coming at you. Stay tuned. I know there's some lengthy tracks, but hopefully you're digging them because we certainly are. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. More jazz coming at the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Okay. The Seventh Day by Freddie Hubbard from his 1962 release, The Artist... On the Artistry of Freddie Hubbard on Impulse. It features Freddie Hubbard on the trumpet, Curtis Fuller on the trombone, John Gilmore from Sun Ra fame on the tenor saxophone, Tommy Flanagan on the piano, Art Davis on the bass, and Lou Hayes, Louis Hayes on the drums. They have a recreation of the liner notes on the inside, and it says, The Seventh Day was the day of rest, and there are both rests and sevenths in this moody original, which was composed by Freddie Hubbard, by the way. From the opening ensemble fanfare, there's a flamenco flavor to this piece, sustained through through ex- excellent solos by Flanagan and Hubbard. Gilmore, John Gilmore, obviously relishes the prevailing scalar climate of improvisation and neatly moves from Spain to the Near East. Freddie returns to take us home. Excellent example of Spanish-influenced jazz right there. That's grade A prime jazz. Gotta love it. Before that, we heard from the group Phalanx which is George Adams on the tenor and soprano saxophones, the flute, James Blood Ulmer on the guitar and flute, Cerrone on the bass, as rare as that is, and the great Rashid Ali on drums. That's a hell of a band, y'all. That's a hell of a band. We heard Spanish Endeavors, which was a George Adams composition, and it comes from their album Phalanx in Touch off of the DIW label from 1988, recorded February 27th and 29th, a leap year day, 1988. We got another leap year this year. Ha <laughs> ha. And we started off that set with Malaganya. And I kind of wrestled with this. Should I play this version of Malaganya or the Stan Kenton arrangement of Malaganya? And you know, this really hit more home to me with what this is about. This is Pete LaRocca from his Blue Note album, Basra. And it features Pete LaRocca on the drums, Steve Kuhn on the piano, Steve Swallow on the bass, and the great Joe Henderson on tenor sax. Of course, as I said before, we heard Malaganya, the Ernesto Lacona classic. And... Like I said, this is from Blue Note Records. I'm looking for a date on this. When it might have been recorded. At the end of January 1964, I believe. Yeah. Let's see if I can find this little slip here. Yeah. Oh, it's in Japanese. I can't read that. So, 1965. There we go. It was recorded in 1965. So there you have it. And now you know that Dr. Jazz cannot read Japanese. So there you go. Fun fact. All right. We've got one last set coming at you. Thanks for your patience. Hopefully you're just relaxing, chillaxing, whatever. And you're going to dig it because it's laced with jazz legends. Thank you for listening. Here we go.
Alright. <clears throat> we started off this set with a great Chicoria Return to Forever, Spain, live from Long Island, 1973. Korea, Clark, Bill Connors on guitar, Steve Gadd on drums, Mingo Lewis on percussion. Then we move to the great Duke Ellington with La Virgin de la Macarena, recorded May 17, 1955, Capitol Records, with Cat Anderson, Willie Cook, Ray Nance, and Clark Terry on trumpet. Yes, yes. And to close out this Spanish influence on jazz episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, the one, the only, Miles Davis the way that we started the whole thing out. This is Flamenco Sketches from the 1959 landmark album, Kind of Blue. And we're going to let Miles Bill Evans take you out. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with your friends. We do love you madly. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust. <laughs>